What's up, everybody? It's Everything Anime Podcast, and today I got some news for you, some Marvel news. I don't really have too many anime news for you because um, I didn't look it up, but I can't really see the news really being, you know, different from when I reported last week, so. Uh, Alright, look. Alright. I'll go back. I'll go back. Eventually. Later on today. Because, you know, I'm a boss. I do it on my own time. Uh, and look up some anime news for y'all. But most likely y'all ain't really know, you know, pretty much what's up with anime news. Because anime news is kind of like this. Like, if you have ever looked up anime news, you notice about 80% of the news that you read from is like doesn't interest you. And then only 10 or 5% it really be like, oh, okay, I can tell them about this. So, yeah, that's why you really won't hear too much about anime news, but... Marvel and DC news, that changes every day. You know, there's events and comics and there's, um, you know, shows and stuff and movies all directed by different people that got different movies. So, you know, they're moving at different paces. So, you'll have a lot of more Marvel updates and stuff than you will anime. But I'm going to let y'all know about the anime. No, no trust me. I'm going to let y'all know. All right? But, like I said, y'all already know how we're going to do this. Sponsor segment. So this morning, basically, you know, I was looking up on my um, Marvel stuff because I still had to watch the next episode of Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. It was, um, it wasn't a good episode for me. They just say my internet connection wasn't up to speed and we lost. So I had, like, cut it midway. But right now, I know in Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D., you know, you got, um, Fitz and, um, Simmons trying to, I want to say try to escape because I think they did escape the Chronicles and stuff like that. Because it's actually interesting how they're trying to tie this into Endgame. I haven't seen it yet, though. But they did mention that it was a big-ass fight going on um, last season in uh, Wakanda. You know what I'm saying? And that, that's like, was, they kind of mentioned, like, they, like they ain't really, I don't, I don't know if they even said his name. Maybe they, I don't know. Did they say his name? They may have said his name. I don't know. But we know that it's definitely connected. But one thing you don't really see a lot is the other shows say anything about it being connected. In the other shows, I can't even say like it's shows uh, because Marvel don't have that many shows on TV. Um, Cloak and Dagger, but Cloak and Dagger didn't reference shit like at all. Like so, if it did happen, did Cloak and Dagger stay safe? What happens? We don't know how it's gonna tie in yet. Matter of fact, we don't even know what timeline that is, or if it's connected to the one in um, on Netflix. And we know all those got shut now. Matter of fact, I still gotta see like the last four episodes of Jessica Jones. This is how I watch movies, y'all, and shows. Like, and when I'm watching them, sometimes you gotta take a break. You do this and that. You know, you wanna put it all in one night. Shit. If you literally been something all in one night, it's kinda like you're done. It's like the surprise is over with. So, yeah, sorry, y'all. I don't, I don't wanna binge like that. But, um, I don't even know if they said anything about it. This is really interesting because since this is one of the biggest moments, the crazy thing about it is that one thing I don't realize why they do, or I can I can kind of surmise why they do, is that certain shows, like certain shows when they're online, uh, when they're getting played out, you do realize that the fucking state of New York alone has like eight heroes, right? But yet, when it's this character show, you're never going to hear about that guy. My thing is, 
Like, I don't care what you have to... I want to say I don't care what you have to pay. But shit, and you, when you have a show of a character, make sure you involve certain other characters. Because that's how it rolls. Most likely, like, I'm not going to lie. I haven't seen a superhero in DC and Marvel be actually in Atlanta, though. But everybody be filming here. You, I, I don't know. I don't know. But, hey... I ain't seen them be like, hey, Atlanta, Georgia, my city, so the thing is, I'd be like, oh my God, that's my city right there. I know that house. You know, like, I would have been doing that. Do you know how awesome it is to have your characters supposed to be in the city you are? Ain't nothing down here. So, my, my, like I said, my thing is, like, yo, you gotta have other people in those neighborhoods because Spider Man, like, let's keep it legit. If you remember um, the events of Daredevil, um, hell, the one with the old boy Danny Rand, uh, Iron Fist, and just all of those together. If you look at those events alone, yo, there is a lot of heroes in that city, and they only came together for one event. But let's be honest. Let's really be honest. If a hero starts out in, in, um, in one part of the city, and he don't get caught until another part, that's supposed to be another hero's thing. Like, oh, you in my part of the city now. Or... Or let me chase him into this city because I don't want to, um, you know, have him do that. Because that's what, what uh, cartoons do. Cartoons, actually, if this dude wind up eluding you and you goddamn have to chase him because you have to chase him, you will wind up coming into another hero. So why can't we do that for the live action shows? Like, let these dudes, um, like, y'all need to cast some people. Shit, man, what's wrong? Like, oh, we don't want to premiere him on TV yet. We might not have the budget for his costume. This and that. Nah, bro. That's what. That's the risk you run when you want to do the thing. Like, they just trying to... They're trying to get away with, like, budget, pretty much. And not having to do much. Let's, oh, let's only keep it about Jessica. But you can't only keep it about Jessica. You know what I mean? Because if there's villains that keep popping up, what? Oh, well, it's only you as a hero. You're the only dude popping up. Because crazy part about it is if you know comics, you see other heroes all the time in comics. Like, it just pop up all the time, even when you ain't doing shit or when the character ain't doing shit. Shit. You could be eating fried chicken and see one of the other heroes out there doing something. Oh, let me get up to. You see what I'm saying? So that's one thing comics always have over the live actions because the live actions kind of don't really give a fuck about being source or or um, involving other characters if they have to go through too much shit to, to lease them or something, you know, which is just that leasing thing is such as fucking bullshit. Like, let's be honest. Um, and, um, this is interesting. People, um, I heard my boy, shout out to, uh, to Sir, to Sir, Cero, um, I'm kind of high right now. Alright, shout out to him, but, um, Wolverine was supposed to be in Civil War, at least. Because, um, one thing that happened was in the comics was that he threatened to kill, um, Iron Man if he killed, um... If you kill Cap. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing that he definitely said to him. He said, I'll kill you. He said, hey, I'm going to call him. He said, if anything happen, I will kill you. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was in, like, Tony knew what's up. Like, hey, he for real. So, just imagine if you had that cameo right before that shit happened. Or right after it happened. You know, because technically it was after, you know, everybody was still straight. But, um... Just imagine seeing that cameo, like, you know, I know we ain't gonna see Jack, um, you know, Jack, um, take that mantle no more and everything like that. He probably would've been happy to while he was still playing the character, but it's, it's, it's cool for our new guy, whoever that guy's supposed to be. 
I knew gotta step through there and be like, hey, you know what I mean? Because like the crazy thing about it is that I just want to know how they're going to involve this new world, well, really with the same fucking world um, of Marvel MCU into each other, pretty much the Fox's version. Because Fox's look, Fox had one last try with Phoenix and they fucked that up. You had one last try of a failed fucking company, failed fucking, you know. And let's let's not be honest, I'm hard on them. I'm very hard on them because X Men was a big part of my uh, my childhood. And watching the movies, I always had expectations that were never really fulfilled through how the movie was going and how, you know, movies were back then and stuff, you know, and just, hell, even the people they cast it for, you know what I mean? Like, I kind of didn't agree even then, you know? So looking at as a kid, I was just unimpressed with, you know, X-Men movies. So Fox, being people who was making it and shit, I'm definitely, I'm definitely holding them accountable for that. And like I said, they were, like, they messed this last movie up. Now, first, I will say this. Jean, um, I forgot what her name was, the, uh, the actor that played Jean. Um, but I know she was on Game of Thrones. Sophie, I think her name is Sophie or something like that. Uh, well, anyways, <laughs> she did good. She did good, you know. Um, and actually, the characters who actually played it, all the characters who actually played it did well. There, That wasn't the problem. The script was what the problem was. It had so many holes. It had like a whole other direction. And then it didn't really capture you. It didn't really be like X Men. You know, like 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 for example, when you walked into the movie, you kinda walked out like the same. That's not really a notable movie, you know? You kinda gotta walk up fucked up or happy or damn man, I missed the X Men, man. You remember that's my fault. This and that. Blah blah blah. Um, history lesson. Uh X Men were made because of the civil rights movement back in the day. And Charles Xavier is um was made after Martin Luther King and Magneto was made after Malcolm X. Just so you know, give you a, a brief history lesson. That's why, that's why in X Men they will never kill each other. And all the bullshit that's happened between them every time Magneto don't started some bullshit and, and and Charles went there to stop it and stuff like a like a Captain Save, you know. It not even when it was just him. Say if Magneto was attacking the manor, you can't touch Charles. Don't touch Charles. Okay, if you got to get him out your way, that's cool. But do not touch Charles. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of what Magne- uh, Magneto thing was and shit. You know, if he seen when his villain is about to attack Charles, he stopped that nigga himself. Like, what the fuck you doing? You know, this is not between me and him. That's my friend. Still, because the crazy thing about it, that's why they always used to meet up for chess and stuff. That wasn't just a movie thing, you know? Um... They meet up all the time and start playing chess and shit because they were friends with different ideologies. You know, um, I could say the same of uh, Martin Luther King and Michael Malcolm X. Came to say they were super friends like that, but they definitely were in the same, you know, group. But they just had different ideologies. That's why, like I said, they would never, they would never touch each other. So, but um, some news for you guys. But I want to tell y'all about what's going on currently in the world of, you know, what we're disgusting and everything like now. Marvel, pretty much some stuff that you never known and everything. We want to go and um, Marvel is looking at how they're going to actually include this new world. And I think I got um, the scoop this morning when I was looking for it. So I'll read to you what they said about that. All right. First. 
First, first though, I want to tell you about every upcoming movie that they got going on. Alright? Now, as y'all know, Spider-Man coming out. Okay? Spider-Man is coming out literally next month, July 2nd. Wait, matter of fact, that's like three days. Wait, today is the third. It's coming out July 2nd. God damn, I want to go see it now. Okay. <laughs> that shit just made me hype as fuck. Black Widow is also coming out, you know. Um, you know, she sacrificed herself in Endgame and everything. But it's going to be a prequel. To my, I'm guessing her life before S.H.I.E.L.D. You know, um, and then, you know, maybe it might be, like, some shit that, like, her being on a mission. Because it's, like, a lot of loop details with, like, a lot of characters. The movie was expanded between years, so I don't know. Next, you got another MCO movement, but it's going to be beside Black Widow. Set for 2020, and it's called The Eternals. Okay? You know, um, since then, you know, uh, Angelina Jolie was in talks for negotiating one of the lead roles, you know. And um, <laughs> the film is expected pretty much to focus on Cersei and Icarus, two members of the Eternus species who were pretty much created by the Celestials. And um, Eternals have already been introduced to the MCU through the presence of Thanos, so. You can kind of know what to expect. Not everybody got to be Thanos looking up. So, <clears throat> then you got your Black Panther 2. You already know. We do it for the culture. Um, T'Challa pretty much was involved in Endgame, but now that the, the snap been reversed, shit, it's kind of like, what? What you doing now? You know? And um, you got to realize, T'Challa being, like, the richest black man in the MCU, um, he's got, he's trying to have, like, a better part to strength society now because you know you know how how it looked to be in Wakanda how futuristic it looked down there yo in our world we was still like out there in a way you know <laughs> you know it wasn't wasn't like nothing that was like really big or anything you know sorry if you hear a baby in the background that's my niece she just my sister has to take in the bath or whatnot you know and stuff but it need me, I think I'ma go into the other room for a second. So, but alright. Now <clears throat> this time, um, it's suggesting Namor could be a central point of Black uh Panther 2. And Namor, I, I think that's Namor is kinda like that guy that's a total ripoff of uh Aquaman. I mean Aquaman, um uh Taskmaster. Not Taskmaster, damn, he's saying Taskmaster. Is that Taskmaster? I think he's Taz. No, the dude with the fucking trident. Yo, he was just. If you're playing the um, Marvel game, the um, the one you fight each other, contest of champions. He's legit on there right now. They be showing him, like him against the Fantastic Four. I'm guessing maybe it's like a comic or something that just happened. But um, he's on there, you know. So no more. I don't know who the fuck he's about and everything like that. Though I didn't really go look up his bio when I seen him. Like certain characters, you don't even know about, you know. It's impossible to know everybody. So, then you got Doctor Strange 2. You know, um, as you know, after everything that happened in, you know, Endgame and everything, he had a heavy hand in figuring out how it's going to play out. You know, and he proved to the Ancient One that he was on the path to become, you know, the, the best dude, you know, the best Sorcerer Supreme. But it is possible that in Doctor Strange 2, we're focused on, like, trying to figure out how he can manage most of the power that he got, you know, or most of the potential that he has, or at least unlocking it, you know, when it, what comes with unlocking it is, you know, prohibition, so you need to be able to 
you know, you need to be able to control a lot of power because one thing is about DC and Marvel, what they all say they have in common is power is a beacon to other power. Meaning, you get more stronger, bro, you're going to attract other people the same strength or stronger. You know what I mean? Like, if you have powers one day, you could, like, just your worldly power could be attracting events to you that's fucked up for you to save it now. It's kind of crazy, though. It kind of makes you work, you know? (laughs) But they said Benedict Cumberbatch and uh, uh, Benedict Wong respected to reply their roles for the sequel, so that's cool. Now, Shang-Chi. Now, Shang-Chi. Marvel started to get the ball rolling with Shang-Chi movie when um, David Callahan, he was hired late last year to write the script and everything. Now, Shang-Chi will mark Marvel's first Asian-led film. Now, although not many details have been released so far, it's going to be expected that he's going to be a good um, a member of the uh, Phase 4, you know, plan of Marvel. Now, in the comics, Shang-Chi is a master kung... I mean, has, ah, he's a master kung fu artist and has been a member of the Avengers, Marvel's Knights, and a hero for hire. So he does a lot, apparently. Apparently, he just want to fight. You know, because you say you... you it's like, that it killed me a little bit, you know? Um... When I read that earlier, he was a member member of uh, the Avengers, Marvel Knights, and Hero for Hire. He's like, bro, you go looking for fights. I don't even know much about this character, even though it's like I played him with him one time, but I never really knew about him and stuff like that. He wants to fight, and he's he gives out smoke. I don't know if he can fly yet, yo. So, but I heard it's gonna be a film in Australia. I wouldn't go to Australia, bro. Australia has the biggest fucking spiders and shit. Like, let's be honest, bro. Like, I've heard so much shit about the spiders in Australia. Them motherfuckers are mutating over there. They're going to be like eight-legged freaks in like some years, bro. Like, it was like a whole city of spiders and shit. I wouldn't even have come outside for a while. I would have quit my job. And I'm like, hey, bro, come to work. If you don't come to fire, ain't going to fuck y'all too. Because, look, outside, like, you got to look at that up if you want to know what I'm talking about. It was, um... Um, like a day last year or something like that where it was like a whole spiders in Australia and stuff like that. It's like they were everywhere above the cities and stuff like that. And people was like, what the fuck? You know, because they were basically flying to other places and shit. But then, you know, they had like, it was up and people kind of went through with like flamethrowers, like, you know, doing what they do. But <clears throat> hell no. Nah. It was just in the fucking in the skies and shit, making webs above you and shit. And it was just everywhere. That shit was wild. Couldn't have been in Australia that day. Tell you what. If I heard... That, that fuck Australia up for me. That did. And um, some more shit that you just hear about Australian spiders, bro. That shit fucked it up for me. I'm never going now. If I go anywhere else, it just won't be there. I'm like, well, you never visit Australia. What do I need to go there for? So Outback? We got Outback Steakhouse here? What, what the fuck I need to go there for? No, nothing. Nothing. Yeah, I see. Remember that movie, um, Kangaroo Jack? That's the best I've seen of uh, all motherfucking Australia. That's all I need, okay? Now, going back to this, though, since I got super off track. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is pretty much set for, I don't know if it's 2020. Yeah, it's, it's 2020. It's not 2021. Yeah, yeah. Also, because, you know, um, James Gunn came back, so he's going to direct it. Like he had to do the previous movies, even though it had that scandal go happen. 
And um, he's also doing the Suicide Squad, a DC film. So that dude's actually fired since he's doing Marvel and DC movies. There's not like an actor who's, I mean, like a, a person who directed both films. You see what I mean? So it's actually cool seeing how he's going to do that. I like his movies too. They're pretty cool. Now, um, they're not really much is known about the plot, but we know following, you know, the, the we know they're probably going to go to the past again to get uh, Gamora. What matter of fact, wait, Gamora, did she stay in the future? Let me see. I don't know, but they think Thor gonna be on there too. Because uh, he ain't doing shit now. I don't think he gonna have no more movies. He fat now. They said that his uh, his name changed, Shauna. <laughs> Thor in the last movie. Remember how he's regular Thor, then he ain't got fat? Yeah, his name is Bro Thor. <laughs> yeah, that says that's the official name, Bro Thor. Because everybody was calling him Fat Thor. So, yep, Fat Thor. <laughs> But some next stuff is going to happen in his um, Marvel TV shows, pretty much on Disney Plus, and hopefully they'll be good. Cause I mean, you know how they be, sh- they don't, they be Hawkeye. I guess just I don't know why people just shit on Hawkeye so much. You know, I mean he ain't really special or nothing. It's, but it's like Clyde Barton also doesn't really like. I don't know, like. Because I don't, wait, is Clyde Barton his actual name or is that the, um, okay, no, his name is Jeremy Renner. Yeah. Jeremy, Jeremy Renner, he's not really like a, a standout-ish person either, you know? Yeah. What I got this stuff? For me? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Man, yeah. Do you think? <laughs> yeah. All right. Now check this out. That is um. Oh yeah. So like I said, he's not really like a standout. It's like kind of guy like that. Like so, it's kind of easy to remember why we forget him a lot. You know, and it's fucked up, but I mean, shit, that's, that's, it's just the truth. It's the truth. Like, even the game kind of shits on them a little bit. You know, they gave him out for free when we first started the game and stuff, a part of the tutorial and shit, and you just had no choice against it. You had, like, they kind of forced him on us in a way. <laughs> you know, um, like I said, I have nothing against the actual actor or nothing. Like, hey, man, get your money. You know, you, you, you got a lot of money from that shit. And you got a show coming. Cool, but you know, shit, if you don't like make him a little more interesting, shit, I don't think it is going to plan out very well, you know? Because nobody really wants to just see Hawkeye. It's basically going to be like another version of Arrow that just happened, you know? But it's Hawkeye, you know? Even though they say Hawkeye is supposed to be better than Green Arrow um, in like a death battle, it's, it's not really going to be that very interesting, you know? Shit. Well, who is he going against? You know, who is his city? We don't even know about Hawkeye. Like, you realize that? When Hawkeye was introduced to us, like, oh, yeah, he's an Avenger guy. But what about before that? Like, who was his villains? You know what I mean? Like, what is his inspiration? I don't know, man. This is going to be, that's probably what they're going to tell. 
most likely. I'm like, oh, how I came from this and that. Yeah, no, it's it's not really interesting to us like that though. See, hat, see, that nigga should have been shooting bows of fucking lightning or some shit. Then we've been like, oh, okay, what I got coming from? You know what I'm saying? Bows of fucking fire or something. You know, shit. They should have made his ass a little better or something, man. Damn, I kind of feel sorry for him a little bit, y'all. Moment of silence. <laughs> yeah, we we had a moment of silence for him for real, cause you know they just shit on that guy. But <clears throat> that's pretty much uh, it so far. That's all I know about the ones coming up. That's the one they're um, they're uh, concentrating on. Anything else would be, you know, just in the works. Anything else would be pretty much um somebody just saying, hey, I want to create one right away, you know, because that's what they do all the time. They'll just put one out of their ass because something didn't, didn't go the way they wanted to. Now, I have an actual question, though. When is Spawn coming up? Yeah. Oh, somebody in that little pot? Yeah, pen? Oh, okay. All right. <clears throat> now, okay, so I found out about Spawn. He said Todd McFarlane will walk away if he has to change the script too much. Alright. Now he said the the script has changed too much. He said successful doing the thing. He has been teasing fans for a part of a decade about the new Spawn movie. Especially since the last now here's the thing about the last movie. It wasn't really I wouldn't say it's not good because I still fuck with the movie Hella Strong and I love the suit on the movie. It could have been more action than just shooting and shit, but you know, it was back in the day, so, and then budget most likely wasn't, you know, wasn't Spider-Man budget and shit, so, but I actually really look forward to them bringing it back, because can you imagine a Spawn movie with today's graphics? Dude, that movie would go the fuck off, even, matter of fact, even if they did it in like a 3D version, that it would still go the fuck off. You know what I mean? Like, the movie would be fire. So, I love that he's actually doing it. And just the idea with Spawn. Like, bro, when Spawn gets remade. What's that? Oh, hey. Thank you. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, when, when Spawn gets remade, dude, that's, that shit is going to be fucking great. Oh, Guess what? Yo, Jeremy Renner. It's funny. We just talking about Jeremy Renner. He actually is Twitch. Oh, no. Why does he do that to himself? Y'all, y'all remember what happened to Twitch? And Twitch wound up getting shot in the eyes and shit. In between the eyes. Uh, why does he do that to himself? Jeremy Renner gets those roles. That's just like... Damn, that's kind of fucked up. But, I mean, he kind of doing it himself, y'all. Shit. Damn. Anyways, um... He said that he wants a reboot that won't retell it. You know, and Jamie Foxx is actually officially cast as Spawn. So, he's gonna bring his viewership. People, like, when when we see this movie... Don't get me wrong, y'all. When this movie come, like, actually hit... When trailers are gonna hit for this movie... Jamie Foxx's people that love him as Django and just, um, just, you know, all his fans and everything gonna be on that movie. They're like, oh, shit, smart. And then they, they all the people gonna be acting like they knew 
who Spawn was and shit. I'm like, nah, see, get your fake ass down. You just only know because of the movie now. You ain't even watch the old one with your boy, with the great Michael Jai White as Spawn. But, like I said, this movie's gonna be fucking great. But, um, in the summer, um, it's supposed to start filming, you know, this summer. So, that's any time now or, or last month or, you know, like I said, like, it's supposed to start filming now. So, my thing is, it's already, kind of, I wouldn't say it's already set in stone, not especially until they start fucking filming it. But, I want to say that shit, he's trying to let everybody agree what they should do for it and everything. Most likely, if this movie starts filming now, it ain't going to be out until, like, next year. You know what I mean? But that's cool to me, you know, as long as we don't die before the end or some shit. You know, it's... <laughs> long as, you know, hell, the world is fucking straight, and, you know, we can all live in it straight, yeah, we'll see it next year, or, in, you know, in two years or some shit, you know, because if you keep pushing the shit back, then that's what's gonna happen, but, um, what he said was, he said the money's, um, sitting on the sidelines ready to go, I just need everyone that wants to put money in and shake their hands at the same script, as you can imagine, everyone has a slightly different version of it in their head, and he's like, you just go, and trying to appease a handful of people while not giving in to what it is that I'm trying to do myself. Because if I had to change too much, I'll just walk away from it all. And that's what he said. You know, so um, he he finished a script for it, but three years later, the script is like going through revisions and shit. People have their own ideas who own Spawn. You know what I mean? Like, Spawn is like a, um, he's an entity, you know? So like anything, people who put investments and have stock in it and everything have a say so i just say they need to goddamn we need this fucking movie fuck what you want to see you know what i mean like come on like what's up like <laughs> you come on what are you gonna do because this is gonna solidify as jamie fox is one of the strongest dudes well not jamie fox but i guess you know we can say jamie fox but spawn is one of the strongest people in the i want to say dc nation this vertigo like I guess it's kind of like a branch, but yeah, and Strong is in DC, in that maybe you can involve him in some stuff, but I ain't not too much, because his his fights are completely different than a lot of other people's fights, so, but let's see, um, now, lastly, lastly thing I would do on this podcast today Cause I'm gonna tell you about what a director said. You know, he had to answer some questions about, you know, just the MCU right now. All right. Now, the first question: How does the time travel work in Avengers? This guy, you know, he basically was like went with the movie's idea and explained it like this: If you go back in the past, you simply create a new reality. The movies in, I mean, the characters in this movie created new timelines when they went back to the past, but it had no effect to the prime universe. What happened in the past 22 movies was still canon. Wait, but then that man did say 22 movies. They had that many movies. That's just crazy. But in other words, DC is still shackled. Like y'all heard me say the other day. DC is still shackled to the Back to the Future idea. You know, they gave in to it. They let somebody else control what their perception of the past to be. 
fucked up. I mean, they can try to change it now, but it was like, we all know what you did. That's what New 52 was for. You know, we know what you did. <laughs> so, he said, that's why a war machine can't interrupt new <laughs> new scenes of Guardians of the Galaxy by knocking out Star-Lord because his presence there has created a new timeline. It's the Thanos from this new timeline who pursues the Avengers forward in time and is then killed, explaining why prime timeline Thanos still happen. By that same logic, Steve Rogers has created a new timeline by going um, back to be with Peggy Carter. And at the end of Avengers, you know, he somehow makes it, makes the jump from this timeline back to the uh, prime one in order to give Sam the shield. Yeah, I don't know about that one. That's weird. But, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And said, we're not experts on time travel, even though you the one who made it happen. He said, but the ancient one specifically states that when you take an infinity stone out of a timeline, it creates a new timeline. So Steve going back there and just being there will not create a new timeline. So I reject that Steve is an alternate reality theory. I don't really get, I mean, I don't know. See, the Reddits ain't always right either, you know? Those guys are people who made the shit. That don't mean they're the smartest in that fucking field. You know? Even though it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be like, yeah, they are since they made it. But some shit is like, you just pull that out your ass, dude. And that's what generally what that was. So I'm gonna read it one more time to y'all so y'all can get it. And then you can think to yourself, like, does that make sense? They said, we are not experts from time travel, but the ancient one specifically states that when you take an infinity stone out of the timeline, it creates a new timeline. So Steve going back and just being there would not create a new timeline. I don't know. I don't get. I don't really get that like that. If y'all know what I, if y'all know what it means, then send a question in, send a message in, and I'll play it. Stuff like that. All right. Now, he said, I do believe there is a simple period in world history from about 48 to now where there are two Steve Rogers. And anyway, for a large chunk, I mean, chunk of that time, one of them is frozen in ice, so it's not like they be running into each other. I guess he meant before 1948. And then, um,. When he got unfrozen, if he was like, oh, in other words, what he's saying is the fact is, it's two Steve Rogers right now in that reality. One of them already went off to, um, you know, um, one of them got sunk in the ocean. One of them, I mean, you know, and uh, froze. And one of them is like, hey, I'm finna come back and do what I couldn't do. So, shit. Which is actually interesting. Matter of fact, oh, it's not. Oh, matter of fact, and that is crazy. But what does that mean for the one that comes out? Because the one that comes out turned out to be you, I guess, still. That's kind of, that's kind of fucking weird, y'all. That's time travel Marvel shit. Oh, anyways. Mm, I don't know about that shit. That's, yeah, that shit is, um, uh, Anyways, 
Yeah. It said, why did Marvel kill Thanos at the beginning of um, of um, Avengers Endgame? And basically, they were like, um, we were banging our heads for weeks. And at some point, the executive producer, Tim Tran, went, can't we just kill him? And we all went, what happens if you just kill him? Why would you just kill him? Why would you? Why would he let you kill him? You know, and um, that's, you know, pretty much why they killed that guy in the beginning. Because it's kind of like, he's the, this guy has the ultimate weapon. You know, he can see it coming. It's ridiculous. So, but they never really explained why the fuck they killed him anyways. <laughs> it was just like, shit, we just do it. In other words, that was something they just put out there. Fuck it, we gonna kill him in the beginning and then we have somebody else happen. Because, like, when you're trying to think of how to kill a character and you realize that this character has been made to be so OP and these, these characters couldn't do it the first time, you're gonna have to have a real viable solution as to how you're actually gonna do it. So... And said, how did Thanos bring his army to the present? And there was like, there's this guy called Ma and his army. He was a great wizard. Thanos himself was a brave genius as well. Those two easily reverse engineered and mass produced PIM um, particles. So, damn, everything that our heroes over here have been working on with the PIM particles and shit, they easily did it themselves. Thanos is a fucking genius. Thanos, shit, wow, just shit on humans, you know one thing I hate when they do, I don't understand why people do this a lot, people always make humans seem like the weakest species, just because we can imagine people with bigger things like this, but how do you know we're not one of the best ones, if there were, how do you know we weren't like, I don't know, like, there could be people who could fight out, like, fright to our son, like, as soon as they step outside, like, vampires, they could be people who, um, Skin is not as hard as ours and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Yet, humans love to imagine themselves weaker. The weakest. It's like we don't love ourselves. So, um, let me see. They said the next question is, is the whole world five years older after Avengers Endgame? Because that's actually interesting. That's very interesting. Because that means the shows right now they can have it's like a uh, huge plot like it's like a huge uh i want to say gap between what's going on in that reality right now you know for five years pretty much because nobody really knows what the fuck was going on they said the people who are lucky just buy the snapper five years older than the people who just got back the reason spider-man saw his friend again in high school at the end was simply because his friend was unfortunately also dusted like spider-man was of course, there are people in his grade who didn't die and are now probably in college by now. Damn. Can you imagine you just come back and motherfuckers is like five years older and shit and you just like, damn, nigga. You know? And you just like, fuck, I still gotta go to school. <laughs> you know? You know, that's kind of the same thing happened at SAO a little bit. They all got out older and shit. Hair long, learning the motherfucker, this and that, and they still had to go to school. <laughs> So, um, that's actually different. It's actually crazy how they're gonna do that now, though. I like how they did that because if they introduced characters while they was a little too young and people didn't deal, um, they can, they couldn't um, agree with how they were how they were introduced. Now with that snap 
and that five year different, people can get a little older and stuff. And the, imagine this now: the events of Endgame just happened, and the snap didn't kill the X Men. Now the X Men are actually five years older to the people that's coming back. People who would normally be a little younger are now up to age or something. In a way, they just caught the world up a little bit. Maybe. Oh, this is theories, though. Now, another question was, how was Captain America worthy, uh, worthy to keep, um, to um, live from Yonir? And um, basically what they said, it was like, Cap's sense of character and humility and out of deference to Thor's ego, Cap in that moment realizing he can move the hammer um, decides not to, pretty much. He's right. They would be perfectly in that character. Interestingly, Age of Ultron director would have agreed why, um, when they asked why he wasn't worthy, he gave multiple reasons. He was like, is he not? So, basically, his humility, you know, and he knew he could lift the, the, um, the hammer. Thor would have been crushed if it had been another person able to lift the hammer. He wouldn't, he would have thought like, I damn, like, shit, nigga. Let me have my thing. <laughs> Let me have my thing. <laughs> Even though Thor's thing is completely way bigger than Mjolnir, he just loves the fucking hammer. Bro, you're the god of thunder. You don't need the fucking hammer. Yes, the hammer is great. Yes, you love the hammer. Yes, the hammer can do a couple things and shit. But, bro, you're the god of thunder. He's not. If he can lift your hammer, fuck it. And that's why I love when he got happy. When he lifted that hammer, and I'm like, oh, shit. You know, that's, that's kind of cool if, you know, if you meant for one thing and your boy pick it up and you just like, oh, sh-. like, that's cool as fuck. Like, that's cool. So, yeah, man, um, that shit was great, man. Like, he just knew he could, you know. But, all right. Now, they said, what inspired Thor's arc, pretty much, in um, Avengers Endgame? And it was like, um, on one level, it's very sad you know, realizing that he lost, you know, and, you know, he couldn't get his brother back. But there is humor there, too. You know, like, because where do you go when your character is that low? A lot of people do, they go, you know, to drugs and stuff. And let's be honest, like, the God of Thunder is more human than he thinks. You know, go to drugs, they go to alcohol, they go to binging, eating, and that's, he got fat. He wants shit to do no more. You know, um... (laughs) You know, like I said, like, he just, you know, he didn't have to do shit else. Plus, he's a Viking. He drinks and um, eats all day, pretty much. You know, well, well, he's a Norseman. He's of Norseman mythology, pretty much. So, they were made after the images of Vikings, you know. So, um, they also said um, they told Chris, uh, Chris about their plans. And when he got in touch and appealing to not to lose a more comedic Thor, he uh, discovered during the production. And in the end, um, amusingly, pretty much, the cast was jokingly calling him Lebowski off camera. And it, basically, that was Robert uh, Downey Jr. who sp- uh, spontaneously brought that gag into the film, Lebowski. <laughs> and by the end of that film, the Russos concluded that this new Thor felt like a new fit for the Guardians of the Galaxy, pretty much. Because he's not... Doom, doom, doom. I am Thor, God of Thunder, like that. Now he kind of, hey, bro, you know what I mean? Like, like kind of like he's more comedic now, you know what I'm saying? He's definitely, but don't get me wrong. That's God of Thunder, you hear me? You know, that, 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 like, that's, what, that's what he is. So it's actually great if he were to, like, stay on, like, Guardians of the Galaxy now or at least do whatever he's going to do now because it's like, 
you you know you ain't doing shit on earth now you know thor wasn't that type of person also to be on earth like hey stop bad guys you know what i'm saying like let me do this on my own i got my whole life here like i don't even know why they they took jane out because you know there's a lot of uh, versions where jane became the god of thunder so pretty interesting why they why they um decided what happened to jane did she die in ragnarok Somebody tell me if Jane died in Ragnarok. But yeah, um, that's it. That's basically what the Guardians are. They're like a collection of lost souls, you know? And they said, why did Black Widow have to die? Because let's be honest, we really didn't want you to die. Now, the decision pretty much was, um, was mixed, but... They said they understand that she was a beloved character and none of us want our heroes to die, but it's the natural end of her journey. And it is a sort of uh, apotheosis to who uh, she is becoming. She started off as a very dark character even before the movies began. She's a spy, she's an assassin. She has red in her ledger and take it... I mean, she has red in her ledger and to take it all the way to that sacrifice point is where her character is headed. And to not let her do that seemed a disservice to her as a hero. That's kind of what they said. And it was like, yeah, I believe you, but in other words, you really didn't want to shaft uh, to shaft Jim Renner again, so you decided to shaft the woman. Yeah, but just say that. And they said, why didn't she get a funeral? And they said that's partly because Tony's. Tony's this massive public figure, and she's been in this uh, decipher for the whole time. So basically, she's—I uh, want to say she's unknown, but she isn't as much of a public character as Tony was. And when he died and did that thing, he was the hero, pretty much. That got like—he kind of stole the show per se. And um, because like at the end, we were like, when we thought about Black Widow dying. After Tony died, it was kind of like, yo, my boy Tony, man. Tony, Tony. And kind of like, damn. Oh, Black Widow died too. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of like, so it's kind of like, he, he's kind of stole a little bit. But they was like, they asked him, did Marvel ever consider a happy ending for uh, Tony Stark? And, um, you know, the crazy thing about it is that they didn't consider any alternative endings. Any of them. So, it's like, you meant to kill this guy. And the crazy thing about it is that he did not have to die. Thor could have literally, like, they act like that man could have, like, they couldn't have held um, the glove off that much longer and just threw it to the side of some shit. You know, fucking playing monkey in the middle with his ass. You know what I'm saying? Give it to Captain Marvel. Do the snap. You see what I'm saying? Like, they literally act like he had to do it. He did not have to do it. And then even, and look, and the crazy thing about it is, even if it was um, prophesized by um, Dr. Strange, this is the way to do it, this in that timeline, he never told him how to do it. That was an on-the-spur thing decision. If he would have gave it to Captain Marvel, her powers would have most likely saved her ass or gave it to Thor. He would have shorted out for a little while, but he would have been straight. Tony did not have to do it. That was just some shit to make the movie more memorable. And then, plus, his contract was probably ending. You know what I'm saying? That's it's always a thing, too. So, when you think about it, they purposely bullshit our movies because 
of the actors, you know, contracts. It's not an actual good representation of, you know what I mean, of what happens to a character or, or, or what really happens. They kind of let the actors' contracts mess too much with the script. So, and I understand why, you know, you don't want to make a good movie and then your character, I mean, the actor only had a year left or something, or one movie on his contract, then won't tell a movie for the second, and then you got a whole recast. I understand that too, but it's, it's true of the opposite, like I just said, though. It messes with it too much, you know? There needs to be stuff like... Uh, a ongoing movie, you know, deal to where it's point like it's like eight or like six or five or something from the jump to where you know I'm in this for the long deal, for the long haul. You know what I mean? Okay, let me let me realize that shit. Let me, I can make this whole movie thing last for a minute to at least you know to at least uh, conceptualize, uh, conceptualize the grand image of what I want to. Um, make this movie around because like I said shit having one dude guest star one time ain't gonna be shit especially if you don't want to do it the next time so but you never know what happens to people people go to jail uh scandals happen you know all type of shit happens and then they have to you know distance themselves from the people so yeah they never really wanted to man but they have a kid you know and um It's it's, it's 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 cool and everything, but like I said, they don't really have to. But you know what though, they always can do. They always can go to the past and get another Iron Man. Can't we now? Because if if, if the past, you could do that now. You can still bring him back, can't we? And if the Infinity Stones make that impossible because you know of what it did. They need to say that then. Now. Now, um, was Professor Hulk always going to happen in Avengers Endgame? Basically, um, they said the whole Hulk thing rides on rug going, I'm so confused. But that was like uh, Marvel felt it didn't quite work, you know, um, with the early drafts and shit. And... That left Marcus and Freely facing like a different issue because they needed Bruce to have become Professor Hulk by the next film. They decided that it was going to be like a hand wave as it being part of their five-year time jump. In other words, one of them other ass pulls. One of them things they just pulled from their ass. That's what that was. Um, also, we don't even... Let's be honest, I'm not really like a fan of Bruce Mark Russo. He's not a bad Hulk, but personally, I'm a I'm a fan of the first one. You know, um, I'm not like just because I seen it first. You know what I mean? It's not just because like I don't want to say I'm like a fan of Mark Russo. He actually does a good job and stuff, but he's such a nice guy that like his Hulk looks too much like him. You know what I mean? Like I don't know about it. Uh, maybe it's just a CG or something like that. But the Hulk is so like. I don't know, like, it's like, remember when they nerfed Hulk? It's kind of like they nerfed a little bit of Hulk a little too much. You know what I'm saying? Like, Hulk is still strong. Hulk is Hulk and everything, but he ain't that first Hulk. 
That first Hulk was a beast. You know, so, I mean, just switching Hulks on us like that, too, was just wild. Because, y'all, they did that. They Matter of fact, they switched um, um, dudes, too. Um, what was his ass? What was his name? was um, the dude next to Iron Man. Um, you know, um, the black dude. They switched his ass out, too. So, uh, I think at first it was going to be old dude from uh, Empire. But they offered, they offered him a, a good contract. But then when they realized they had to pay Robert Downey more, they, they like, decreased it. And he was like, nah, y'all got me fucked up. But um, but the current one stepped in. I was like, yeah, I'll do it. So, <laughs> it's kind of fucked up. But, yeah. Now, they also asked, why does Captain Marvel have a small role? Because, you know, it was funny when she came in. I thought she was going to make a big difference. She did a little bit. But... You know, there really wasn't, you know, uh, like a big thing because she got popped, boom, and it was over with. <laughs> and it was like, but they said they shot um, her before the movie, and um, she's saying lines for a character 20 years after her origin story, which no one's uh, written yet. It's just nuts. In any case, though, he's concluded that it wouldn't have been wise to give Carol Danvers too prominent of a role. That's not the story we're trying to tell. It's the original Avengers dealing with loss and coming to a conclusion that she's a new fresh and blood. So, in other words, some shit they decided again. That don't make sense. So, let's be honest. It doesn't matter what she did. It don't matter if it's their story and their fight and everything. This is the most powerful character. That you, well, that you, like, let's be honest. She is the most powerful character on the Avengers. She was the first Avenger. They don't know that, but she was the first one. So, the thing about it is, if you have a strong person in the room, you think he gonna go to the side or not want a prominent part because you feel like it's your, that's what, that's, see, that's what I'm saying. They're trying to make a good movie. It's not a realistic outcome. Realistically, had she actually, they didn't shyst her for, for, well, y'all don't know her yet, and all this type of extra shit. If they didn't shyst her for that shit, and you know, and um, just any other that shit, she probably would have thumped Thanos' ass. Legit, she probably would have thumped that nigga, like whooped his ass type shit. It probably wouldn't even have been no reason for a snap, anyways. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't really agree how they did that shit. Man, that shit's fucking, man, man, man. But, oh, exactly. This is something that I wanted to know, too. This is great. This is so great because I actually had, I thought of this idea myself. So, to see this on there and they asked the uh, director, that would have been great. But, what happened when Captain America met the Red Skull? So, they don't show that, by the way. You know, but Red Skull would probably put the Soul Stone back in his location and wait for the next unfortunate Soul Seeker to make a sacrifice. Captain Red Skull probably won't fight. It's because his, his mission is to return the stone to his original place. The Red Skull is also no longer the Red Skull, you know, from the movie. He is more like a ghost. You could say he's a completely different entity now. He only exists to guard the stone. His past conscience may or may not exist anymore. That's another bullshit answer. Um, It's kind of a bullshit answer, but it's like, I guess, you know, you know, I guess, you know, it ain't really like, like an like answer that I would accept, but shit, it's an answer. But that's pretty much it, you guys. Um, 
Other than that, they said they did say the Agents of Shield might have set up like a Spider-Man Far From Home connection, which is not, you know, that's pretty cool if they did do that though. But that's it. But yeah, that's pretty much it, you guys. Um, that's it for this one. That's all the news I have right now on Marvel. Marvel and DC. I don't really have too much DC news, mostly about Marvel, but DC going through some shit right now. Making new timelines and shit. So, I'll see y'all.